Hi everyone, this is Marilyn Palmer, the founder of Minorities Who Are Astonishingly Driven Scientists. And with me, I have Ms. Katherine Tedford. So hi, Ms. Tedford, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure, um, I'm Katherine Tedford. I'm the OSHA Compliance Officer here at Winthrop University. Uh, I went to Clemson University a long time ago. Um, uh, I have a bachelor's degree in biochemistry and I've got sort of a sort of an unusual background. Um, I've worked in manufacturing and R&D. Um, I worked at the Hale Gall Mine for a while and I've worked at a local manufacturing facility as well prior to coming here and right now I'm responsible for campus safety, workers compensation, uh, try to keep up with the chemical inventory on campus, hazardous waste, um, worker safety and things like that, just to sort of give you an overview of what I do. All right, well, thank you so much. So what inspired you to go into the field of STEM? Well, back when I was in school, um, we didn't call it STEM. It was mm -hmm. just sort of like, do you want to do biology or do you want to do chemistry? So I kind of liked both of them in high school. Um, I liked my teachers I had in high school, so when I went to Clemson, they had a biochemistry major, so that was sort of like biology and chemistry, so that's sort of why I chose that. So mm -hmm. um, if I had to do it over again, I'm not sure if I would have chosen. I, I might have would have done the same thing, but maybe, maybe would have done a little bit different path. There just seems like there's a lot more opportunities now mm -hmm. than there were when I graduated from school. So when I got done, I just sort of applied for a job and took it and started doing lab work, you know, and mm -hmm. didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. It seems like today young students have a whole lot more resources at their disposal to maybe kind of try to figure out what they want to do or maybe figure out what they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And back when I was in school, it didn't seem like that was quite as available. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of envious of the students now because you got more resources at your disposal, it seems like. Yeah. And I know a lot of women who are in STEM, I've talked to, you know, quite a few men, women and they've said right. that they've faced some challenges with men thinking that they were inferior to them. Right. And, um, of course, now there are a lot more women coming forward sure. and being strong and putting their right. foot down. But I just want to know, have you ever faced any types of challenges being that you are a woman? Um, you know, I've been pretty lucky in the places that I've worked before. Um, I worked for the NutraSweet company in Augusta, Georgia, the same people that made aspartame back in the day. And I worked in a, in a small kind of R&D group, and I was the only female in there. And it mm -hmm. was really a great experience. I mean, mm -hmm. I was very lucky that I had someone that kind of took me under his wing and he was really, really good. And then I went, after that, I went to another R&D position. And I've been, I have to say, I've been I've been pretty lucky. And that's um, a good thing, yeah. No, I have yeah. been, and mm -hmm. you know, I tend to, um, I don't know, I, I seem to get, I seem to play well with the boys, I guess, you mm -hmm. know, I get, I get along pretty well with them. And I get along with women well too. I haven't had had that problem, but I imagine there are some places that there there are those kind of problems. Um, I know sometimes there are pecking orders within certain organizations between lab and chemistry folks and like the engineers, and sometimes that doesn't matter if you're male or female. That's mm -hmm. just like engineer 
chemistry or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I have to say, um, male, I haven't had that, and I guess I've just been lucky, mm-hmm. or maybe I just don't let things bother me too much. And if something could be perceived as that, I'm just, I just, you know, I don't engage with it or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. And um, and lastly, uh-huh. there are a lot of students who also find it hard that being in the STEM field is hard and they don't know really how to navigate in the field. Right. So what types of tips or advice would you give them? Um, I think if you can find a professor or two that you can really connect with and find somebody to mentor with or even a professional person in a field, like if you could intern somewhere or job shadow that would be very very beneficial and then they could give you some tips of the trade too Mm -hmm. um in stem i think it's a good idea to be a member of the american chemical society if you could maybe go to some of their meetings i know sometimes their meetings aren't super affordable i don't know how much um if they give you a break if you're a student or not Mm -hmm. um there's lots of different things you can do uh once you are out working, the American Society of Quality is a really good field to go into. And that's not even just for STEM, but that's for any really type of job. Mm. So, but I think if you could find a couple of people that, you know, you could really connect with and ask them some questions and find out if, if you want to go into research, talk to some professors, find out what their research is. Mm-hmm. Or if you can get internships or job shadow or something like that. That, to me, is really, really helpful. They just really didn't have too many of those types of opportunities when I was in school. It seemed like that those were mostly for engineers when I was at school, whereas now I think there may be more opportunities to job shadow or do internships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and I'm sorry. I know I said that was the last question, but I have one question because okay, I know sure. for me... It's hard balancing between classes and then still trying to have a social life, but still trying to keep your mental together. So how do you balance or how have you balanced in the Well, it is hard in STEM because with the labs, the labs are quite time consuming. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, if you're in STEM, you have at least two a semester or you may have three. Mm -hmm. And then just the three hours that you're going to lab and then it's whatever time outside of that that you've got to do lab report report and the calculations and the write-up you just got to figure out a way to find a good a good balance and allocate your time appropriately you know have a schedule because otherwise it can be quite overwhelming sometimes you can really kind of feel like you're drinking out of a fire hydrant sometimes Uh, (laughs) I mean it's hard it's Mm -hmm. hard it's really hard now what do you what do you want to do I want to study cause well I want to be a cosmetic chemist oh yeah Mm -hmm. okay okay You should go work for like Burt's Bees or something. I know like. that'll be good. There, um, there's a, somebody from my daughter's high school did packaging science at Clemson, and he took an internship at Burt's Bees, and I think he's working for them now. Okay, so I he did the packaging, the packaging it. aspect of it. You know, like mm-hmm. the packaging of it. So, ah. but um, yeah, okay. you could be yeah a cosmetic chemist. That would be pretty cool. And I guess you would just have to reach out and find out those connections of somebody that works there. Yeah. Maybe I can email someone. You could do, yeah, Burt's Bees, or you know what would even be as another cool makeup line is that Glossier. Are you familiar with Glossier? Yeah. They're very natural, and they're kind of basic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they've got the real simple packaging, you know, and they just have like a few, a few things and they're very kind of natural kind of. And that's kind of the approach kind of, I want to take. Yeah, kind yeah. of like the vegan, no animal testing, no phthalates in their stuff. And, you know, that might be one thing is maybe to Google some makeup and skincare lines that focus on that and then see, are you on LinkedIn? Yes. Mm -hmm. And maybe if there's a way you could do a search on LinkedIn and search some of those companies and see if you're connected to anybody that could be connected to somebody with them and then maybe you could try to get an introduction. Mm -hmm. I've I've kind of done that and gone in the back door some ways if if I've seen a job or something that I've wanted and said, hey, you know, I found this job, and, and, you know, I see that you work for this company. If I give you my resume, do you think you could get it on their desk or something? But mm-hmm. you could at least pick somebody's brain or something like that. Because yeah. there's, you know, several new makeup lines out now that are, you know, that are kind of going more towards sustainable or no animal testing or vegan or, mm-hmm. you know, less less harsh chemicals and stuff like that. So. Okay. Thank you so much for the tips and getting this. I'll definitely contact them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And it might be that, you know, sometimes if you just follow them, uh-huh. here's something you can do. You know, if you follow them on Instagram and even just did something like had a picture of yourself and hashtag like whatever their makeup is or their lip thing. Sometimes if you do that enough, you'll get their attention mm-hmm. and you can get an in that way on social media. Yeah. The only reason I say that is because my daughter tends to kind of do some things, you know, like that. You know, mm-hmm. like if she's wearing something of somebody, she'll, you know, hashtag it. And, you know, and you could do something there. like that. Mm-hmm. Especially if you did sort of like a cool picture or something. I might be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Who's this girl? Let's see yeah. what she's about. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. You could, mm-hmm. yeah, you could do something like that. And sometimes, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. So you might sometimes you just have to get kind of creative sometimes, and I don't know, and I would imagine that most of those, and a lot of times, I don't know that this is true, but you know there's a lot of places that manufacture a lot of different lines and then they just put a different label on it, mm-hmm. and I don't know where those places are. I don't know where most of those manufacturing facilities. I'm going to guess they're probably not in South Carolina. They're probably maybe up north in California I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know but you could you could do a little digging and find out maybe okay yeah so well thank you so much that You're was Miss Catherine Tedford